Hi guys, this is Anna Lakin with Enlightened Transitions, and today with me I have Christy Fries from Anson Senior Living. Hello. And just to get things started, we always do an icebreaker, and today I've decided I think we should do a Would You Rather. Oh. Yeah. So, um, because I know you have a dog, I figured I would ask you a dog-related Would You Rather to start. So it says here on the Google, would you rather have a dog with a cat's personality or a cat with a dog's personality? Ooh, I'd probably rather have a cat with a dog's personality. Yeah. I had a cat and she was not nice. Because she was a cat. Because she was a cat. (laughs) So (laughs) Sorry to all you cat lovers out there. I love them. They're just a little sassy. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) I like that dogs play. Yeah. And they love me no matter what. They want to cuddle and snug. And like... uh, cats sometimes want nothing to do with you. Right. And my husband is like, he's always so excited to see me. Right. He's like, imagine if you greeted me this way every day. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Don't. No, no. I will never do that. (laughs) Um, okay, so uh, you don't eat sugar, do you? Because I was going to ask you a candy question, but no. that's not a good one. I mean, I love all sugar things. Yeah. But. Um, let's see. Okay, would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? Lose the ability to lie. Oh, that's good. I'll just be honest. See, I, I, I don't think I could do that because, but then you have to be honest about like everything. Ah, uh, that's fair. But so then, then you don't have to remember so what you lied about. When your mom is like, oh, do you like the turkey? And it's actually really dry. And you're like, yeah. I hate it because I so you'll no have longer have the, the ability truth. to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> it I It was you. awful and I needed a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know my yeah. answer on that one. Um, Let's see. Oh, would you rather look 10 years older? This will be the last one. Okay. Would you rather look 10 years older from the neck up or (laughs) the neck down? 10 years older. From the neck up or the neck down. So would you rather age 10 years faster? Because there is makeup and there is, (laughs) there are face creams for this. Right, right. But the... But I can't fix like my right. What if like my wrinkly skin and on my, my belly and my joints? My, oh yeah, I, I was thinking skin. Oh, I'm well. not even going as <laughs> I was going a little deeper, but let's just yeah. all be ten years yeah. younger. Yeah, somehow. Well, and I feel like um, I don't know. Yeah, you can cover a lot up. With yeah, makeup and correct. There's a lot. moisturizers that yeah. can do magical things. All right, so. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about you and kind of what brought you to Anson? Yeah, awesome. So um, I've been in senior living since 2011. Oh, wow. And um, started with Anson Senior Living a little over a year ago. We were in the sales trailer. So just in that whole construction startup process, which is something I've wanted to do as part of my senior living career. So I'm excited to have done that and we're growing and we're a brand new senior community, so it's... Why did you choose this industry to work in? Um, when I first got started just in the working, you know, in the working field, I was with uh, property management, so I did leasing of apartments, and I liked that process, but it was, you know, a week or two weeks with a person. They came in, they wanted an apartment, they got their apartment, they moved on. 
and I, I found myself like well wanting a little bit more right <laughs> wait right. tell me about your life and all of your problems <laughs> let me solve them so um I moved to Indianapolis to be an assistant property manager and then shifted very quickly into senior living and kind of tooled around with different companies and the product that I liked and have found myself here in the senior living space. So tell us a little bit about Anson and what it has to offer. Yeah, so we um, we are a majority of retirement living, which is interchangeable with independent living as most are referring to it as. And all of our retirement living is just 55 and older. So that is just maintenance free. All of the meals are included, utilities, just kind of that one bill once a month and allowing people to do what they want to do. So whether that's still working or volunteering, whatever the case may be. And then we do have assisted living and memory care as well. Um, The retirement living piece, I actually talked to a group from the senior center in um, the county that we are in. And they, we were just talking about retirement versus independent. And they said that independent living makes them feel like they have to do everything themselves. And retirement oh. living makes them feel like they can just retire. Oh, wow. And relax. Oh, that's great. So it's interesting to hear the feedback from that because independent living is what we've always said and right. what we've always talked about. And and it's interesting to see the shift of maybe that's been a turnoff for people. Yeah. Maybe they thought that going into independent living, they'd have to remain independent of everything. Right. So. And, and I think as we watch this new generation that's aging – come into these care settings, I think we're going to see a lot more of, I'd like you to take care of my day-to-days so I can go find meaning right. in retirement right. and I can go do other things. And a things. lot of people, I think, you know, they think they're going to lose something when in fact most are finding they're gaining something. And right. so they can get in there and because they're not having to do their lawn or their maintenance or the, just the general upkeep, they're able to go spend time with their kids and their grandkids and go to soccer games or football games or whatever it is because we're doing all of the heavy labor. Right. Well, even just like, so in the retirement living setting, are they getting their meals? Yes. So all of our... It's called at-your-service dining, which is something that's unique, um, I think, in the senior space that you don't have set meal times. It's open 7 to 7. It's restaurant style. You come in. You sit down. Server comes and takes your order. Our chef was the chef for the Colts for 11 years. Oh, wow. So wow. It's, um, we just paid him the largest compliment a couple weeks ago. Typically, seniors want to go out. They want to go out to eat. They want to go try new restaurants. All right. of our people have been wanting to stay. Oh, that's great. And enjoy whatever it is that DeWitt is cooking that day. So the fact that people would rather stay than go is a huge testament to the food. Yeah. Um, So I think just not having to prepare your own meals. Especially if there's one person. It's hard to prepare a healthy, hot, delicious meal for for one one. person that... I'm not a leftover fan. So yeah, for me, right. it needs to be gray Fresh. and specific for one person if that's what right. it's going to be. Right. That's funny. My husband and I were just talking about that. He was like, I don't think you've ever just cooked for yourself because, you know, i got three kids. Right. right. And so he was like, is that why you don't eat leftovers? And I was like, sure, we can call it that. Yeah. Or I just don't like them. I don't Whatever. like them <laughs> I don't want to reheat my food. It's no, weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's not the same. Right. So I think in retirement living, if I if I didn't have to go grocery shopping and I didn't have to prep and I didn't have to think about, okay, this is what I'm doing and I could just have a healthy meal mm-hmm. at my fingertips ready for me, 
Like, that's great. That would free up so much time yeah. and energy. Right. Just that mental space right. of planning or mm-hmm. um, or even the worry. I think some people, as, as the weather starts to turn, they don't want to go out right. and go get groceries when there's snow on and the ground. And people are used to going out to eat and dinner is a lot of times where people will just go out and get something to eat. Well, right. when the weather's bad or... What if you're not feeling well? Or what if something happens to your spouse? It's just, it's nice to be under that safe umbrella and everything is right there. Yeah, exactly. So outside of the retirement living, you mentioned assisted living and memory care. Can you kind of talk about what's the difference between retirement living and assisted? Yes. And assisted to memory care. Yeah, absolutely. So retirement living versus assisted living, my kind of key indicator is falls. So if someone is falling and they are, that's something that's becoming more frequent. I would much rather see someone in assisted living where a nurse is responding to that fall because then that nurse is then tracking, charting, assisting all of those falls. So when is it happening? Why is it happening, you know, in the mornings or whatever the case may be. In retirement living, our residents still have an emergency pendant and that responds, that's responded to by the concierge. So it's just going to be someone like you or I. We're not going to be able to help. Right. We're really, you know, we're going to be able to be there, call the ambulance. Right. We can triage short term. Sure. But we can't prevent long term. Right. And so with assisted living, that's all going to be tracked. And then a plan is going to be able to be put in place to make that stop. Right. Whether that be therapy coming in or more exercise classes or whatever the case may be, it's something that we at least have eyes on and can do something about. Right. And what about memory care? So then memory care, our memory care is a memory care assisted living. So it's a secure neighborhood. um, And that is really just providing folks with dementia or Alzheimer's more hands-on care throughout their day-to-day activities. So whether that be meals or bathing or help getting dressed or whatever the case may be, they're going to have somebody that is trained and patient and kind with them all of the time and then that allows family members or caregivers to come in and visit as a spouse or a daughter or a son versus coming in as a caregiver yeah so I was gonna ask like um right now in my family my grandmother deals with a lot of dementia and um there's a lot of talk about what should have been done versus what's been done and um I think there's a lot of good that can be done for a person in a setting that's not their home anymore right um and that takes the i guess the burden mm-hmm. i know nobody wants to say that word but that is what it is ultimately it is what it it, it changes the dynamic yes. of the relationship yes and so when you can remove that change and remain in your place now you can still be in in the place you were supposed to be right you're supposed to be the child or right. you're supposed to be there lovingly and not yeah controllingly or trying to figure out like did you or take your feeling medicine? frustrated and overwhelmed right. and who do you who do you reach out to because if it's a spouse a lot of you know right you've agreed to take care of each other yep through sickness and health but that does not mean that you have to do it all by yourself. Yeah, you don't have to be alone. Right. Nowhere in vows nope. to one another did uh-uh. you say, like, I agree to let no one help us with anything. Right. <laughs> because I am qualified right. to do all exactly. of the things, which you very well may be. Right. But, you but need we all need backup. Yeah. And yeah. a break. 
Yeah. And especially like those adult children, yes. we're seeing people work longer, mm-hmm. even start businesses into, you right. know, like their post-retirement plan is a new small business. Right. And uh, that does not really create an atmosphere where you can provide a quality setting, unfortunately, for your loved one. Right. And then that is spiraling into more family dynamics and things that we just want to be a resource. And so if we can eliminate something that seems small for us and is huge for families, that's a happy marriage. Right. Let somebody that is, like I said, trained and patient and ready for this. And gets a break, right? Like they they get get to clock in and clock out. They do. And when you have your parent living with you, you don't clock Mm -mm. out. You don't get to do that. <laughs> you might clock out from your job and then you return to another job. To another job. Right. <laughs> that you carry with you yeah. the whole time. And our community is set up. So we actually, um, we just had a family move into memory care and then their spouse chose a retirement living apartment. So okay. we are all set up under one roof. That spouse can then go visit and go out to eat or whatever it is they still want to do. But she will be able to take her time go back to taking a break or recharging or doing things for her that maybe she hasn't got to do in right however many years so some things like that I like seeing that dynamic play out where we can still help both parties yeah absolutely then they can be the spouse and not the caregiver visit as a spouse go out on dates and yeah it's loving and fun when you go to visit instead of, oh, I got to, you know, I got to change this or I got to make sure this is washed or I have to meal prep for this or whatever right. the case may be. It's let us do it. Right. Right. So what kinds of things are included in assisted living outside of just the care side of things? What other things can people look forward to? So and even in retirement living and assisted living, it is all utilities. So in those all utilities, that's also cable and Internet. Oh, wow. So the only thing that any resident is paying for retirement, assisted living, and memory care, I guess, <laughs> is their phone. So if they have a cell phone or they want to do a landline phone, those are their only added expenses. And then we have a salon on site, so that's an additional hair care charge. But meals, housekeeping, we do offer transportation, all the utilities, activities. What types of activities are they doing? So they're doing a lot of outings to like museums. Um, they went to the Apple Orchard oh, a cool. couple of weeks ago, maybe last week. Um, mystery trips, some things like that just around the community, diving into some of what Zionsville has to offer and exploring kind of around us. There's a lot of our residents that are coming because their kids live here. Right. So they're from out of state or out of town. And so things that seem familiar and you know like like regular regular everyday things are still very exciting for people that aren't right from here from zion so right exactly well and it's its own cute little space it is um so when you are talking with families i know that your building just opened and so everything is so brand brand new new and beautiful smells new looks new feels new that's great yeah So other than everything being new, what are some of the other really important points that you think Anson has to offer? So where we're located, we are actually kind of on the Zionsville-Whitestown line. Um, We are, we have a Zionsville address, but we're supported by the infrastructure of Whitestown. And so that whole area where Whitestown is developing, we are getting so many things. So stores and restaurants and more healthcare providers, um, 
in front of us is the Witham emergency room, the Anson location, and behind us they're building a skilled nursing and long-term care. Oh, wow. So between the three of us, we will kind of be able to cover the trifecta of the senior living need. Right. And that's not something that's ever been available in that area. So yeah, that's neat. we're close to 65. We're right off the Zionsville exit. So a lot of it is the closeness to everything. Right. To life. To life and still being off of the road. And, you know, we have our own little area and our own little neighborhood that it's safe to walk around and right. visit shops and and you guys have a really neat porch on the back, right? Or we what do, do the sky deck. The sky deck. Yes. Yeah. So we have the sky lounge and the community room, and they attach by the sky deck. Um, so that's really cool space. There's tables and umbrellas, and we do parties out there. We watched the fireworks at Eagle Church last year right after opening because the sky deck overlooks where they did the fireworks right it's right behind you right behind us so it's perfect (laughs) i said next year we need to have everyone come over and fill up those balconies yeah so that they can all watch yeah from our place yeah that'd be neat yeah it'd be really neat um so i know when i think of zionsville and whitestown i think of a very young population um and you touched on some of them are some of your current residents are coming from their adult child living in Zionsville. Um, Why don't you tell me about that demographic and how you're getting people in? So a lot of the area surrounding us is schools and um, as a result, soccer fields and sports and we're next to the Boys and Girls Club. And so it's a lot of young families coming in with their children, but then it's their parents or their grandparents that they then want to be close to them in the Whitestown Zionsville area. Right. And are coming and visiting and seeing all that we have to offer and what we're so close to and once they come and visit they're like in awe yeah yeah it really is beautiful um so when you go to talk to people about senior living and anson what are some of the questions or concerns that people tend to always have no matter where you are Always people are, like we kind of started um, talking about at the beginning, as the independence. Everyone thinks that giving up a home or giving up things is going to rid them of independence. Right. And that is not the case. Um, And helping adult children understand that as well, that they are coming to a place that's going to open up opportunities and open up doors for them that they wouldn't have at home. Sometimes home's a great place to stay, but when and if it's not, having something like this as an option is helpful. Right, exactly. I think some of the other concerns that I know we hear people say is how they could pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you? Do you guys accept Medicaid? We do not. So we are a private pay community. What uh, are the other payer sources that a person could utilize so yeah. that they could y- come to your building. Yep. So a lot of times, um, especially in the assisted living and memory care, we are licensed. So with that, the long-term care policies are able to cover assisted living, memory care. Um, We have, you know, we can review policy and make sure that it's something that would qualify, but that's one way. And then the other way is the veterans benefit, the aid and attendance, service connected, whatever benefit they may qualify for is something that could then help pay for our community. Right. And the what about the size of your apartment? I know a lot of people get really worried about, I guess, getting rid of all their stuff yes. that matters yeah. to them. So we have studios, one bedrooms, and two bedrooms. Typically, so the one bedrooms range six, 600, 750 square feet. 
two bedrooms one bedroom yeah really is two bedrooms our two bedrooms are great um two bedroom two bath 1224 square feet is our largest holy moly yeah so it's a good size um truly if you're downsizing from a home one bedroom with a den or a two bedroom is is able to hold everything that you know you're truly needing right and you want to hold on to right and i try to explain to folks that are having trouble with that our building is 158,000 square feet so if you can imagine your 1200 square foot apartment as your safe space where you sleep where you hang out kind of retreat to and that the rest of the community is also your home you have a salon and a theater and the sky (laughs) deck and the fitness center and a restaurant like those are things that yeah. You may not have it home, right. but now, but you, now you don't need all your kitchen right. supplies right. and things like right. that. Are there stoves in the apartment? There are. Excuse me. So retirement living is fully equipped. It's full kitchens. Every apartment, assisted living and retirement living have washer and dryer in them. Oh, wow. So you're not having to share a laundry space. The kitchen space is there should you want to have company over. If you want to make a snack or make your own lunch in your apartment, that's readily right. available. Right. Um, and then assisted living has kitchenettes, so they're still getting kind of a mid-sized fridge, freezer combo, a sink, microwave, and then still washer and dryer. That's great. That's really great. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. So when I visited, I was really impressed with the bathroom. Yes. I know that sounds funny, but it's really important to me because my grandmother, I always use her as an example, she couldn't step over the bathtub. Yes. And so it's important that she could get into like a no threshold. Yes. Type of so bathroom. we have like a rubber lip that a walker could walk over. I always step on it when I'm doing a tour just to show people that it's squishy and it will go down. And then the showers are actually built up a little bit so that the drain is going into the shower and not wow, out onto the, the floor. Bathroom. And then they have um, a foldable chair that's, you know, built into the shower. The shower handle is adjustable and removable. And then there's grab bars throughout the shower as well. That's really great because that's where when when we talk about like aid in attendance and do you are you a follower of these things, the pride in a natural human being says, no, I'm not a follower. Right. I'm and, fine. And yeah, I'm fine. And so then I use the example, well, if you fell in the shower today, could you get up and clearly articulate what happened? And half the time, the issue is just getting up. Right. It's not that you don't right. know what happened. It's it, the, what do you use to get yeah, up? Yeah. And it's slick. Yes. And, you know, you went from standing to lying on the ground. Absolutely. Whereas if you had the option to sit down. Um, bathrooms are a big deal to me. They are. And a lot of people, too, um, we've been finding just the orientation of the apartment, that if the bathroom is on the right side. Oh, okay. If they're having difficulty on the left side, then we need to find a restroom, an apartment that the restroom is flipped. So yeah. that the bars and everything can be on the left side. Oh, I didn't even consider yes. that. That's and same thing great. with the shower. So right. you saw them, but one side is open. So the side that has the bars and the seat all right. need to be on the proper side. Right. The side that's struggling the yes. most. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. didn't even consider that. I would think just like your dominant side. Right. But no, it makes more sense that it would be on your weaker side. Huh. So I know you guys do a lot of events out at um, Anson, we or do. you participate in a lot of events. Yes. Do you have anything coming up? We do. So they are, um, the residents are all going to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on October 12th. They're doing cars and coffee. Um, they're departing from our community at 10 a.m., but folks are welcome to meet us there at yeah. the Speedway. Um, so that's something that will be really fun. 
Yeah, Cars and Coffee is like the older cars, right? Yes. That's neat. Like the antique cars. cars. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. And, oh, one thing I was going to ask that I always ask anybody is, who are the people that you think, if I'm a consumer, an adult child, if I needed to assemble a team of professionals, who should be on that team? So tell me like their position, right? So you need somebody like you. Yep. So I'm a little biased because we're sitting here together, but you need an elder law attorney. Right. Um, just to make sure all of those ducks are in a row. Yep. Um, potentially a senior move. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are many of those, but someone to help facilitate that move and the process. And Why do you think it's important that they be a senior mover person instead of just uh, the kind of box trucky yeah person. so there is some value in having someone that specializes in moving seniors they have delicate things they have treasures they have you know very delicate pieces sometimes that need a little bit more care and support and so do they this is not a right. move from an apartment to an apartment it's a move from a home of 50 to 60 years to an apartment right yeah, and it has all of their special stuff. Yes. Okay, so who else? Anybody else? Um, I'm sure. Uh, like sometimes I think of you need somebody. Um, so your elder law attorney can only advocate so far. Right. I think sometimes if I'm an adult child and distance is a major factor or traveling is a major factor in our situation, a person who can just advocate through the move Sure. So like a, an assist, um, what am I trying to say? Like a senior advisor for yeah. moves, a yeah. senior placement advisor, yeah. or that kind of a person. Um, I just think it's good for people to start thinking for about, sure. they don't even know, people don't know all these professionals Absolutely. exist. Yeah. And there's, it's nice to have one or two point people that you can go to and revisit to. So, right. you know hey, what's going on with the lease signing or what's going on with the day my stuff is physically being moved in? Those types of questions are things that if there's one point person and they're right. com- communicating with the community, yeah, your move is going to be smoother. Right. Um, are you guys open to having like outside care providers come in if, if let's say I need around the clock care yep. and I just want to hire this in-home care company to come through the night or something yep so we absolutely allow that and encourage that um it's just something that they have to be you know have a contract with us that they're able to come into the community but we have a lot of people that use those types of services Mm -hmm. a maybe they've had them Mm -hmm. before they moved in and they want to keep their same people or maybe it's something to help them stay in place where they are a little bit longer and not have to move. Right. Because I talk about this all the time. Like a, a move one time's hard. Yes. A move a second time changes a person's yes. cognitive realm. And if they are already they are. having a cognitive deficit, right. a move is going to upset that apple cart even more. Right. Exactly. Well, I appreciate you coming yeah, on. Thank Why you. don't you tell everybody how they could reach you? Yeah, absolutely. So AnsonSeniorLiving.com is our website. Uh, you can email me at cfreeze at spectrumretirement.com or feel free to give us a phone call. The phone number is 317-973-0220 and ask for Christy. And for those of you that don't know, tell them, like, where is you're located? Yeah, so we are right off 65. We always use Meyer as our billboard, yeah, but we are say. we are right behind the Meyer in Whitestown. Um, 
if you are in that area and looking behind Meyer, you will see us. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Well, I appreciate all of your guys' time. Again, this is Anna with Enlightened Transitions presented by Dillman Law Group with Christy Fries from Anson Senior Living. And if you want to find this podcast, you can find it just about anywhere on all of the podcast platforms that you find yourself listening to, or you can always go to 98.9 FM. And we appreciate your time.